Today on the show, I'm speaking with Alana Leo. She's talking about this incredible project that she's working on to create forest and build, rebuild forest in Brazil and how you can help as well. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. And today my special guest is Alana Leah. How are you, Alana? I'm wonderful, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, actually. Alana, I was visiting in town and on the off chance, looked me up and uh, came into the studio. Uh, Alana's actually working with a really amazing project, which is um, uh, planting forests in uh, Brazil. And we're going to talk more about it in a moment. But first of all, why don't we start a little bit with uh, your story and how you ended up uh, working on a project like this. Okay. I started doing this because it's the land where I was born that I learned had been degraded because of deforestation for coffee and cattle. And it needed to be renewed, and my life needed to be renewed. So I was at a point in my life where I had raised children as a single mom. Uh, I had gone through some tremendous financial challenges as a freelance artist that ended up with a very devastating divorce and financial situation that ended up in a, a short sale of my home. Right. And at that point, I went, I'm going home to Brazil. I'm going to renew myself. Right. <laughs> I'm going to create a new life. And that's when it began. And it's been a, a beautiful journey, a beautiful journey. So you were born in Brazil? Yes. yes. All right, whereabouts? I was born in Rio, Botafogo. Ah. If you know that statue of Christ on the yes. Mount, I yep. was born in the neighborhood right at his feet. Oh, wow, yeah. excellent. Yeah. I've actually been to Rio. I love that city. Yeah, I do You Brazilians, I like. I know how to have a lot of fun. We have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very much like Australians. That's why we get on so well. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so you've gone back, um, and uh, so tell us about the project that you're that you're working with at the okay. moment. I represent 17 organic tree nurseries in the area of Guaratinguetá and Lorena, which is in between Sao Paulo and Rio, who were all growing organic native trees of the rainforest. And I just became so impassioned with helping them to stay in business. So I buy their trees. I raise money here. I buy their trees. And I give them to an NGO not far away, a very small local one, that gives them to subsistence farm families who need the trees. So there's this whole community of people over about a 50, 60-mile radius who are supported because they have a number of challenges around them that are coming from genetically modified forests that are being planted with the help of some big U.S. NGOs right. and chemical companies. So to keep the whole native forest, um, organic movement, local communities, helping all of this to prosper and then helping my spirit and your hope to prosper at the mm. same time is what our project is about. It's, right. a, it's about hope. So where, uh, where is this community? Guarachinguta is about two hours outside of Sao Paulo, mm -hmm. about <clears throat> three and a half to four hours from Rio. Right. On the main highway. That's where the growers are. And then the place where the nonprofit is, is Lorena, which is about 20 miles away. And they distribute to families who are in that area. Right. So this is all part of the Atlantic rainforest that's 93% gone. And even in the 7% remaining, it's the most diverse rainforest on the planet. Wow. We have the most biodiversity. Right. And so to be able to replenish that biodiversity, what's beautiful to see is how quickly it comes back. Right. And one of the things that we do that's very special 
is that we help to take care of the trees for two years after they've been planted. And we're planting big trees because many projects plant very small trees and don't care for them adequately and they die. Mm -hmm. We're planting bigger trees, caring for them, and keeping these communities in the process of caring for their trees, and they grow. And it's amazing how fast they grow in that climate given the care. Yes. So I'm already starting to see the results of the first trees we planted being taller than I am. Right, excellent. And, yeah. <laughs> really so tell me about the communities like. there. What, what's some of the challenges they've been facing because 93% of the forest has, has gone? Uh, they're facing floods, uh, tremendous floods. Some of the worst floods in Brazil's history have happened in the last few years. Landslides. Uh, when the water is gone, the, it has, or when the trees are gone, the water has no place to go, so it just gushes and it washes out entire towns. We've had whole towns just be buried under mud, and their first response system isn't always all that snappy. And so it really, it creates tremendous hardship and devastation when that happens. And even on the news there, they'll say, this has happened because of the deforestation. Mm. So they have connected those dots. It's really great that they know. Yeah. However, it's a massive amount of planting that's required to stabilize the earth and water systems. And now the good news is that when we're stabilizing the earth and water systems there that benefit the local people there, we're also benefiting our global climate cycle. Right. We're contributing to climate cooling rather than exacerbating, you know, global warming. Right. So it creates benefit all the way around. But for the people there, they are so incredibly, incredibly grateful that we would care that they're having these landslides and floods and helping them to get the trees that they require. Yeah, it must be amazing. They must feel like fairly isolated there. Yeah. But then having someone like yourself going, no, there's people around the world actually are aware of your <laughs> plight and aware of your situation and really want to help. So, uh, so how long have you been working with this? Five years. I've wow. been doing this for five years. So tell me yeah. some of the amazing things that you've seen in mm -hmm. that time. You know, maybe some of the like, examples with the community, things that you've seen you know, improve. Okay. okay. Well, one of the most recent things, when I was back on my last trip, I was with the NGO that I work with there, and I had never been able to really spend time with them before. And as I spent time with them in their setting, I was observant that there were a lot of genetically modified forests nearby. So what does that mean? Just explain to me what that means. <laughs> that means there are trees, in this case eucalyptus trees, that have been enhanced in a laboratory so that they will grow very, very rapidly to be taken for harvest and they will repel insects and they can stand up to herbicides being used. Right. So like the GMO foods that we hear about, it's mm -hmm. essentially the same thing but for a tree. Right. And in this case, it's paper pulp companies that have partnered with these big nonprofits and the chemical companies. So there's this very solid, strong, growing network there. And then they come to the landowners and they say, okay, let's put in one of these eucalyptus forests here and we'll pay you some money for the use of your land. And mm. the people are poor enough that they'll say, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And, then, and they don't really know what's going on, what the repercussions are. So what we've observed in terms of some of the challenges in those communities, there are increased rates of miscarriages, there are birth deformities, there are cancers, the water's poisoned, the earth is poisoned, and there are you know these really odd pollens that are floating around. There's no life in those forests. You know, you step on the ground and it's like dry, crunchy. There are no birds, there are no insects. 
the no butterflies. Mm. When you're in the actual rainforest, the living, breathing rainforest, it's teeming with life and sound and birds and bugs and butterflies and diversity and monkeys and yeah. you know you feel it. It's mm -hmm. it's it's alive. These are dead forests that are cropping up in this area and then creating this toxic situation for the people who have many of them have very little education some of them can't really read or write um, internet access <laughs> not so much yeah so they're they're being taken advantage of right because they need the money so what we're trying to do is do the reverse we're trying to bring them communication and relationship with the entire world and say you know what there's a batch of school children in Los Angeles who raised enough money to buy 2,000 trees. There's a church over here. Here's some, all these people from the internet. So I'm doing show and tell, showing them pictures on my iPad of the people who have been the contributors to their project and say, you know, the trees have come to you thanks to these people. And they're just dumbfounded. You know, they cannot believe that we know or care, but they're also so grateful. Yeah. Because to them, I'm like an angel that dropped out of the sky. Right. And why do I care? And then I tell them, well, I was born here. I just didn't know anything about my rainforest before. Now that I know, I love plants. I love trees. I love you. Let's put it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, so we got we digressed a little bit there. So okay. we're going to go back to right. some, you know, some great, uh, amazing stories and things okay. that you've seen in your time. Okay. So the the wonderful thing that happened with this nonprofit that I saw. When I brought to their attention some of the things that I was aware of that they weren't aware of and expressed my concern about that, for example, that they were being funded by someone who wanted to turn a blind eye to some of the things that were happening, they took action after I left and they moved their offices and they're cutting away, which makes them more dependent on miraculous funding for it to all work. Yeah. But they took the initiative to take the step and make the move. Right. And also when I was there, I was able to bring together this nonprofit and my growers to have the first meeting to start the establishment of a native seed bank. Right. So we're paying people to collect the native seeds and store them and make sure that those are propagated through time in addition to growing them. And that hadn't happened before. So that was where bringing together these communication networking skills that I've learned up here mm -hmm. I really watched working there, and again, they, it sparked all this magic between these groups of people that were only like 30 miles away from each other, yeah. but it would not occur naturally for them to get together. Right. And so those are the things that just fill my heart up and give me the yeah. courage to keep going when it seems like it's a David and Goliath situation. Yeah. It's those human relationships and interactions. Well, collaboration is the new is oh, the new way, isn't it? It is. It <laughs> absolutely is. We so need each other. So, uh, so what's your goal with this project? What is it that you're aiming to, to achieve? We want to replant 250 acres with 170,000 trees, and we would like to be able to do that this rainy season, mm -hmm. which is just about to begin, and it will end about March or April. <clears throat> so in my fundraising efforts now for people to contribute five dollars to sponsor a tree mm -hmm. we send the funds through when we have a sufficient amount to really load trucks and move great batches at once to get these in the ground before next april right so our result will be keeping seventeen nurseries and one nonprofit and all the community of people in between who they support as well as it would be roughly a hundred families who would benefit 
on that end. Wow. Very yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So um, if people want to help with this project, so we're yeah. talking, what, $5 a tree? $5 a tree. That's, uh, that's pretty reasonable to me. <laughs> so where can we send people if they want to make a contribution? Oh, thank you, Natalie. Igivetrees.com. Okay, igivetrees.com. Igivetrees.com. Awesome. Um, well, I will definitely be personally donating, thank for you. sure. Thank you. Um, it's such a worthy cause. And you know, like we said, like it, when it comes to the environment, um, especially with global warming, I mean, we can't turn a blind eye to this anymore. And we're not talking about, you know, a random uh, forest. We're talking about planting trees that are specifically going to be helping a community or many communities, yes. Yes. Um, you know, in the, in the process of doing that as well. Yes. So it's, um, it's very commendable. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing this. Oh, um, and I encourage you all to, to you know, um, to donate and to help this project as much as you can. So igivetrees.com or if you just click on the banner to the side there, you can go straight through to Alana's site from there. So, Alana, thank, thank you, you for coming in. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> now, I encourage you to share this video or to share this message. Now, you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. Um, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you download the app because you don't have to be in front of your computer anymore to watch the shows. You can actually watch them on the go. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there because I would love to send you the Manifesting with a Masters video e-course. has masters like Bob Proctor, John Assaraf and Joe Vitale. It's actually valued at $87 and I'd like to send it to you for free, but you have to put your email in the box. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.